Welcome back. It's Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston, and happy Sunday. Hope all is well with your family, and uh, you've getting your vaccine taken care of, and wearing your mask, and still social distancing, and happy Easter, and the families might be together. It's really my honor and pleasure to have with us a former Colorado Attorney General and Chair of the Colorado Fund, the Healing Fund, Cynthia Kaufman with me. And Cynthia, we know you're very busy now with all the work that the Colorado uh, Healing Fund is doing for the folks in Boulder, the families and the victims, and we appreciate you taking some time to talk to us today. Well, thank you so much for talking to us about the Colorado Healing Fund. Well, for a lot of people, maybe they don't even know about the Colorado Healing Fund, and I know you were very instrumental in beginning this years ago, so let's talk about it. What is the Colorado Healing Fund? This is a a private nonprofit organization that was formed by a group of um, community members and victim advocates, people who have been through responding to mass tragedies, either here in Colorado or across the country. And we sat down and talked about this gap that we saw in preparation for a mass tragedy. And that was the fact that we really needed to have a standing fund that existed for people to feel they had a secure place to donate to victims and survivors, knowing that their money would get to the end destination and help as many people as possible. So we created the Colorado Healing Fund to be that standing organization that maintains accounts. We fundraise year-round, but mainly we are here to collect money and respond when there's an event and a tragedy like we saw in Boulder at the supermarket. So you've been around, uh, what, four or five years doing this? We're going on four. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I thought so. And you've helped all kinds of situations, haven't you? Can you talk about some names, some that you've been involved with before the Boulder tragedy? Well, the, the, the main thing that we responded to here, because we are exclusive to the state of Colorado, is the STEM school shooting in Highland Ranch, Highlands Ranch in May of 2019. And that was um, our initial response as a foundation was to, to that event. And we still have contact with the folks who were involved there. Um, they may not know that we're involved. We're behind the scenes in so many cases. And uh, that's how we work most effectively is people don't need to know it's us, um, but we're getting the money out to victims and survivors. And we're there to serve folks not just with immediate needs after a tragedy, but with midterm and long-term needs because they things happen down the road a few years from an event. And sometimes the resources are gone, so we hold back Uh, a certain amount of money to be able to respond to folks later in their recovery. And that's such a good thing because you're so right. You're up front when things happen, there's a lot of help. But then as time goes on, that help leaves. But Colorado Healing Fund is still there. Exactly. What kind of assistance are we talking about here? What do you provide for the victims? Well, the way we work is that we interface with organizations and agencies and advocates who are on the ground in this situation in Boulder. They're talking to the victims' families, uh, to folks who survived the shooting, to associates um, of the store who were impacted by the tragedy. And then we interface with other foundations like the Boulder Community Foundation 
to say what do people need? Um, where are their gaps? Sometimes government will cover uh, costs and, and victims' compensation well right after a tragedy. But there are things in this situation, rental cars, um, for people who are coming in for funerals. There are generous donors who are covering funeral costs, and we have airlines donating tickets for people to fly in. But then folks get here and we rent cars for them. We make sure that those are paid for, that they have food and lodging while they're here if they need it. We're trying to take away those just those daily details um, and expenses and make it seamless and easier for folks to focus on grief and being together as as families and loved ones. Well, and it's stuff you don't think about. Renting cars? I mean, who really you don't think about that kind of stuff, those kind of details. Most don't. I don't I don't believe so. You have just think about the parking lot of the the Boulder grocery store and the fact that it was some of those cars were impounded for days and people needed transportation or they needed you know their their driver's license, their money was in the store. They dropped a purse and left it there and need help with just their um, their everyday expenses. So we do things like that uh, that others might not think of or be able to fund. And how do you get in contact with these folks that need that kind of help? Who leads the way? Is that you? No, we, we're actually, as a, a funder, we are working through the organizations that are in the community. So we have folks um, in Boulder who are talking to us many times a day. And uh, one of those Colorado organizations for victim assistance is there on the ground helping. And they, these people will call us or the community foundation and they'll say, Hey, we have something here that we don't really have a good match in terms of funding. Um, can you cover this as the healing fund? And then we distribute money out to those organizations to get to the, the end user. So how does the money get distributed then? I mean, it goes right to the victims. It's not put in an account and they have to get it or it's like personally delivered to them? It is. It's personally delivered. Um, and we have already released funds to each of the families um, of the victims. They have money in hand that they can use right now. Um, some of them are experiencing the lost wages of a family member who is gone uh, and they just need help paying bills, uh, buying groceries, paying for daycare. And so, yes, the money goes um, in those instances without restriction to the family to be able to spend for what they need. We're talking with Cynthia Coffin, who's chair of the Colorado Healing Fund, which we here at Bonneville Broadcasting are proud to be part of and urge you to help out best you can. And we'll get into those details as well. How about the police department with the fallen police officers? Do you help them as well? Um, yes, we do. We, we help every victim and family. Um, and also there have just been extraordinary efforts by several different police-oriented organizations to help that family, and we're thrilled to see that um, because there was a that was the ultimate sacrifice for someone, um, for Officer Tally and his family, to make in the line of duty. And um, I, I think there are many folks responding to them, and 
when people want to give directly to that family, we help them um, identify and know how to get to the foundations that are helping them. So if they want to just reach out for help, do you have like a website or, is there a phone number? How do people get in touch with the Colorado Healing Fund? Mm-hmm. Well, we do. We have a website at um, coloradohealingfund.org. And then we also, um, AT&T as a donor graciously set up a program for us um, so that people who are with any carrier, any cell phone carrier, can text to give. And I will give you that phone number in just a second. I will need that to pass on because I'm sure there's a lot of people because we get a lot of calls here at the radio station saying, how can we help? Tell me more about the Colorado Healing Fund. And that's why we're glad to have you today. So thank you for prompting me. So if folks just text Colorado to this number, 20222, and they can automatically give $20 by doing that. Okay. So text Colorado to 20222. Well, that's easy enough. Yes. What about, is there any... We, we try to... Make it as easy as possible for people like me that want to help but don't know how, you know? There's a lot of us out there. You know, I was about to say the same thing about myself. (laughs) (laughs) No, because people, they hear the need, and what do we do? What can we help where we want to, and they just don't know what to do? And you've got some really good, easy ways to help out all the families and victims up there at the Boulder shooting. And again, I know you mentioned this a few minutes ago. How long does the, uh, the help go on? Does it continue for a long period of time? Do the family say, okay, I, I'm okay now? Or how do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we are there for several years after a tragedy. And then because we're new, we're still learning, but we know there are going to be times where um, someone needs help down the line. And usually it's mental health services. Um, that folks need after a longer period of time. Or in some cases, there may be a a need for some sort of assistance with a physical issue. We're still seeing victims from the Columbine tragedy in um, 1999 who have needs. And so we are set up to either help ourselves through the monies that we have or connect someone with the resources that they need in their community um, to meet whatever uh, whatever it is that they are needing assistance with. So we will be here for folks um, many years after a tragedy. Well, I imagine right after one like we've had in Boulder, the surge of help and monies is pretty dramatic. What have you raised so far? It is. We have donations and pledges um, totaling $2.6 million. Oh, my goodness. Our conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes. That it, is It's extraordinary. Incredible. Oh, it is. Is it mainly people from Colorado that are doing that donating, or does it come from all over the country? It's coming from all over the country. I have to say, Coloradans are just, um, to me, some of the most incredibly generous people I have ever uh, come in contact with, having lived in different states. And a lot of this money is is local, and it's coming from um, local businesses, corporations, banks, foundations that want to support the community in uh, in a time of tragedy. And we have so many individual donors um, from from very small donations to you know four or five figures. Um, 
and and I fall myself on the lower end of that spectrum. Um, but I also know that my donation is just as important Absolutely. as some of the very large ones because it it's the smaller donations added together that help families in this it's crisis and in their grief um, and mourning. And so we are grateful for any size contribution that someone is able to give us. And that's what we're urging today, too, is to help whatever you can. We'll get more information. Again, I'll have Cynthia repeat how you can reach out with just a $20 donation, which helps. Do you find with this particular tragedy is is the outcome of giving bigger than what you saw in other ones because maybe of COVID-19 and so many people want to help in different ways that just the giving is there? It is um, I, I, very much so. Um uh, the response that that we have seen has been unprecedented, uh, and it's continuing. Um, as you say, there's there's an immediate surge, but what we have seen that is that this really is not tapering off. Um, their business is doing promotions, and and will be receiving money in the next few weeks as those promotions conclude. Um, there are folks who are doing fundraisers within organizations that they're members of, and we will hear from them um, in two or three or four months. And we're so grateful for that ongoing support because it, it lets the victims know and the survivors know that people still think about them and care about them. Well, especially now, I'm not that many people didn't know that for years the Colorado Healing Fund continued to help the families, the victims of these tragedies. Most people think, okay, the you know, money's there for a couple of weeks or maybe a month, and then it's just gone. But it's not in this case. So if people want to give now or people want to continue to give for, well, hopefully no more tragedy, but you know how life is. How do we do it again? Let's repeat that information so people can, as soon as we're done here, they can go and do what they can to help. So folks are welcome to sign on to our website at coloradohealingfund.org. And there's a donating uh, donation button specifically for the Boulder supermarket tragedy right on the, on the front page that folks can see. We also have, through AT&T, the ability for folks to text and give via text. And to do that, they text Colorado to 22, excuse me. They text Colorado to 20222, and that allows them to immediately give a $20 contribution. Well, Cynthia Kaufman, chair of Colorado Fund, of uh, Colorado Healing Fund, thank you very much for going on with us today. God bless you and all that are involved with this organization and all the help you give in times of need and the continuing times of need that these families have to experience. And keep up the good work. Well, Murphy, thanks to you and to Bonneville for being so supportive of this cause. We appreciate your um, involvement in the community as always. Well, we like to help out and you could go to our websites as well. KYGO, KOSI 101.1, The Fan. We're all on board, part of Bonneville Broadcasting and we'll be here to help as long as you guys are there to help. So let's do it together. Thank you. Thank you, Cynthia. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. It's My Mile High Magazine and uh, we will be back next week. Enjoy your Easter.